0: Welcome to Breakthrough Prayer Podcast with Pastor Camille Sophia. Thank you for joining us today. We hope it gives you a reason to know that the time for transformation is here, and that time is now. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia.
1: 2 Timothy chapter 3, we're going to invite you to stand. 2 Timothy chapter 3, from verse 1 to 5, we're going to read the word. 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. We apologize today, our, our projector is not working, but next week, we promise you, we'll be working next week. Amen. Amen. I'm going to invite everyone in this house to stand for the word. Oh, Rabbi Yashikon Jesus Second Timothy chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3. Find it and then we're going to read it. It is a custom that we stand. When we stand, we're saying we reverence God. That's all we're saying. I know some of you are not used to it, but all we're saying is, God, we know your presence in this house, and we want to honor you. Just the same way when you go to court, you have to stand and you bow to your honor. Well, there are higher than your honor is in the house. A greater than your honor that you bow to in the court system is in this house. So we're going to invite you to stand because we want to reverence the almighty God amen amen second timothy chapter 3 1 to 5 let's read alternatively but know this that in the last days perilous times will come go ahead and read unloving unforgiving slanderers without self control brutal despisers of good traitors go ahead five and last having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for this word, mighty God. We pray for your anointing, God. I know I am nothing unless you come and make something of my life. And so, Lord, I decrease my asha And, Lord, now you shall increase in this edifice. We come against X. Be incantation, voodoo, anything in this house that is not of you, we say go now in Jesus' name, and we pray that the word will not return void, but there will be an accomplishment in this house, and so God grip every heart, Ribiosa, and let the power. Of the own Holy Ghost penetrate that one nearest hell. Let the heavens open in Adonai ministries. And let your anointing break up yokes. Break up yokes. That every man, woman, boy, and girl, we will break up our folly ground on today. We thank you, God, for the blessing in Jesus name somebody clap your hands and give the almighty God a praise put some words to it come on put some words to it come on somebody help me preach up in here come on somebody lift up the name of Jesus Christ come on lift up his name I can't hear you lift Lift up his name. Lift up his name. Come on. Open your mouth like you're crazy and lift up his name. Come on. Charge the atmosphere. Charge the atmosphere. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Lift him up. Lift him up. I'm expecting a move of God. Lift him up. I said, to lift him up. I call on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I call on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I said, to lift him up in this house. Open your mouth and lift him up in this house. Lift him up. Jesus is coming soon. Give your neighbor my sermon title. Jesus is coming soon come on preach with me Jesus is coming soon I need a preacher come on preach with me Jesus is coming soon I need to hear it Jesus is coming soon come on somebody preach with me Jesus is coming soon by way of homiletics two points do you know you may be seated in the presence of God do you know what time it is point number one point number two if it's time it's time to take your Christianity to the next level. By way of introduction, Jesus is coming back. How often have you heard this saying? Has this statement affected you? Have you given any thought to this statement? Do you care about the second coming of Jesus Christ? Have you made any plans for your life after death? Where will you spend your eternity? Have you made preparations to go to heaven or is it okay for you to spend your eternity in hell? Are the plans about your salvation on your list Jesus is coming back and it's time that we make our calling and election sure it is time to be serious about our eternal destination What does the Bible say about the second coming? You see, there were over 300 fulfilled prophecies about the first coming of Jesus, and yet some are still waiting for the first coming. The second coming of Jesus Christ is the greatest single theme in scripture while there are approximately 300 prophecies in the Old Testament that foretold the first coming of Jesus Christ there are more than eight times as many verses describing the second coming. In total some 2,400 verses throughout the Old and the New Testament reveal God's promises about the return of Jesus Christ the enormous number of prophetic verses about the second coming underlines the vital importance of this event in God's plan for mankind consequently we dare not ignore the prophetic signs pointing to the nearness of his return You see, Jesus spent most of his time teaching on the kingdom and man's preparation more than anything else. Uh, That's why you hear him speaking about uh, the foolish virgin, the ten ten virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. And he talked about the marriage feast because he wants us. To understand the importance of the second coming. You see the apostle Paul now when you go to the text was writing to Timothy at a very crucial time in his life. He wrote this epistle from prison shortly before his death and it was addressed to the church at Ephesus. You see Paul wrote this letter to strengthen Timothy's loyalty to the Lord Jesus Christ in the face of a suffering and uh, in the face rather of suffering and adversity. He wrote this letter to encourage consistent Christian living even in the midst of difficulties and trials. He admonishes them to minister faithfully in God's power and to endure hardship in ministry. And he talks about how to deal with false teachers and to stand firm in the face of apostasy. He also spoke about the coming apostasy and the need to withstand this apostasy. You see, Paul was concerned about the welfare of the churches during this time of persecution under Nero. And he admonishes Timothy to guard the gospel, to persevere in it, uh, to keep on preaching it, and to be ready to suffer for it. He's writing this epistle, my dear friends, from prison. The apostle Paul is not writing when it is comfortable. But while he is writing this epistle, uh, he is waiting waiting to be beheaded by Nero by this time. And you would think that uh, when somebody is about to face something uh, that is so wicked, that they would have been thinking about themselves and feeling sorry for themselves, but no, the apostle Paul wasn't worried about his death to come, uh, but he realized that he is about to exit the world, and Timothy is gonna be remain behind, and he cannot carry all of his uh, all the things and his experiences that he has uh, developed over this time but he has to release it to him so in the midst of his adversity he's writing to Timothy let's go there he says to Timothy because you want to make sure that Timothy is equipped for the last days he says but know this that in the last days perilous times will come He didn't say there's going to be that delay. But he says you got to look for it. It will come. For he said some of us are going through some perils right now. And the question is asked what are perils? You see perils means dangerous time. It means hazardous time. It means extreme times. It means death defying times. It means unsafe times. It means crucial times. It means time uh, when your back is against the wall. Uh, It means when you are caught between uh, the rock and a hard place. Uh, It means a time of despair uh, and discouragement uh, and depression. Uh, These are the things that one will succumb uh, under period of time. Uh, Yes, we will have some times and some extreme times ah, but the moments Paul is addressing is not individualistic our times but he is addressing a worldwide epidemic. He's addressing the end time church. He's addressing the Christians living before the rapture. Uh, and so when we begin to look within the world today, we can say that we are in a Perilous times, ah! Uh, you see, when you look, ah, uh, you're hearing of wars and rumors of wars, and uh, when it didn't even just stop there, ah! Uh, but now we are in COVID nineteen, and some say that COVID nineteen is a chemical warfare don't just look at it as a simple thing uh, we're in a time when there is a rise in diseases good God Almighty cancer is like an epidemic ravaging the souls of men my God there is so many things that is happening during this time I come to announce to this church that we are truly in perilous times. Good God Almighty. It's about time the church and the world open up their eyes. And begin to realize the signs of the time. That the signs of the time are upon us. And the is saying you got to look for it. When it comes don't miss it. But in case you didn't know, you haven't seen it. night, this is perilous times. Do you know when you're going to be able to socialize? When will your children go back to a normal school? When will you get back to a normal job? When will you stand in the stands? of the Blue Jays game. Be in the stands of the Raptors game. We are in perilous times. We are in perilous times. Open up your eyes, church. Perilous times is upon us. The research says, that now where the ozone lays located in the stratosphere it's a it's a region that is about 10 meter to about 50 kilometers above the earth and it contains all high level oxygen molecule and it is said that now man will go and poke the ozone so that there can be a trigger of earthquakes and volcanoes we are in perilous times and he's said to Timothy when perilous times come these are some of the things you're gonna see false prophets are going to emerge with false doctrine when you begin to look around our false prophets and false doctrine is on the rise good God Almighty. uh, They want you to preach a gospel now uh, that says you can live anyhow, uh, do anything uh, and you will still get to heaven. Uh, They want you to preach a gospel now uh, where you don't rebuke uh, You mustn't correct. You must pat people when they're in their sins. When they're ravishing in their ungodliness. Don't preach about it. And now the world have a thing. Where they call everybody saying that. You're being judgmental. But sometimes you got to call a spade. A spade. And if it is. It is. Who the captain it let them wear it if you are the church you gotta walk like church act like church talk like church move like church operate like church operate like you're the salt operate like you're the light operate like you're the righteousness of god operate like you're the apple of god's eye Operate like you carry a reverential fear, a fear of God to unction you to live right, to walk right, and talk right. There is an increase in wickedness, that's what he's saying. When you begin to look within the world, now wickedness is on the rise. You begin to talk about uh, the West Indies. Uh, People will kill any and anything, from babies uh, to adults. Uh, now people will be wicked and they have no qualms about it uh, people will look you straight in the eye when you're trying to rescue them they're trying to kill you in the, in the rescuing good God almighty when you're trying to help them up they're trying to you back down, so that you can't rise. Talk about wickedness. Wickedness in the world and wickedness in the church. Let's not even go to the church because some people dress like church, walk like church, but their heart is far from the Almighty God. Good God Almighty, we're in the last days when the wicked will jump up and shout hallelujah just like the righteous it's the last days when the wicked will not ask for forgiveness good god almighty it's the last days when the wicked don't care good god almighty they have closed their bibles they have closed their ears to god Ah, it's the era we're in. An era where our churches like to go after charismatic preachers. Don't even go there. You don't care if the person live in China. You just want them to act a certain way and be charismatic. And as long as they're charismatic, you will follow them to hell. Because all you're interested in is their charisma. Ah, makorobosha. But we got to open our eyes Anyone who carries a strange doctrine Is a false prophet And we're not going to Move with no false prophet Good God almighty Whatever the text say That's what the prophet must do For a bishop must be blameless Husband of one wife I have to teach uh, not given too much wine uh, or filled to lucre. A bishop must be blameless. A pastor must be blameless. A prophet must be blameless. Apostles must be blameless. I don't say you can't mess up. But when you mess up, get up and don't do it again. Oh, glory be to God. Last days, he says, men shall be lovers of themselves. Ah, do you notice what time it is? Ah, there's an increase in love for self, love for the outward appearance, and the statistics shows that it is in the era where we've had the most cosmetic surgeries, and it's not, listen to the statistics, it's not older women that want to do plastic surgery, it's teenagers, young girls who didn't even start yet, they don't have no wrinkle yet, and I'm wondering, what are are they going under the knife for you see when you get to a certain age you start to have bags so you can give and take but these are young girls young girls are uh, under the knife there is an increase on a success tip, but it's not a godly success. But, and church, don't get it wrong. There's good success and bad success. You see, any success that does not put God at the epicenter and the foundation, and does not put God in priority and first place, is bad success. That's why he had to say to Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth but you must meditate to do everything that's in it then he will make your way prosperous and he will make sure that you have good success the church is filled with people with bad success your success say you can not worship on a Sunday your success say you can't be committed to anything in church your success say God God is in secondary position, but Matthew 6:33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, all his righteousness, everything shall be added to you for surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Blessing must run you down when you stand up in the kingdom when you're faithful in the kingdom when you pay your tithe and your offering when you love God with everything in you blessing must run your down blessing must run your down prosperity must come after you like you're losing your mind but seek ye first Adonai seek God before you die seek the Lord reach out and touch him now seek him in the good times in the bad times when you're broken when you're hurting disgusted busted losing your mind losing your children losing your money losing your job seek him seek him Seek Him first. Increase in this time. We're in the perilous times. You see, there's an increase in carnal-minded people. What does that mean? Our mind is a fleshy mind. What does that mean? It doesn't mean a literal flesh, it means a mind filled with the sin nature. Uh, Even in church, you have some people, but their nature is counterintuitive to the word of the Almighty God, they operate in a sin nature. That is high now in the church. Uh, You see, the enemy has polluted the minds of the believer and the unbeliever. Because the devil knows that the mind is the battlefield. And he used the mind to plant the desire of self-worship. Just me, myself, and That's the reason why we can't see the revival, because we are too busy about me, myself, and I. But a disciple, Ah, Jesus says, if any man desire to come after me, let him deny himself, pick up his cross follow me you gotta learn to deny yourself because he says anybody who cares so much about themselves they will lose it but if you deny yourself That's how you're gonna find yourself in God. The songwriter says, let me lose myself and find it God in thee. Let all self be slain. Let me see only you. The church needs some self-denying Christian. Too much puffed up loving people in church that's why when your family is going to hell you don't care you can sit down and cut your 10 nothing bother you that you're in church but they're going to hell because you only think about yourself but gone were the days when the mothers of Zion didn't come to the altar for house or car nor land nor money but they came for souls when did the church become so materialistic that there's no bowels of mercy for souls glory be the god man comes so materialistic unsaved become so materialistic that on a Sunday they can't shut down back a job and find themselves in a bible believing church but I come to tell you that the bible says let every man work out is salvation with fear and with trembling for God speared not the angels that sin but caused them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment knowing not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God not deceive, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. For we must appear before the judgment seat of christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done whether it be good or whether it be evil other nine ministries those watching by facebook live those on the zoom periscope youtube or in the sanctuary i come to announce to you it's perilous time it's time to make your calling an election sure jesus is coming soon whether it's night or noon, for we shall not all sleep we shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. This corruption must put on in corruption. this mortal immortality or oh, death. Where is your sting? Grave! Where is your victory? When the roll? It's called up yonder. Are you going to be there? For I want to be in the number when the saints go marching in. Stop taking time. It's stop taking time. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. This COVID-19 is a setup for the new world order. Remember I told you so. This world is not going back to where it used to be. There's going to be a lot of mental problems uh, during this COVID-19 era. People are going to lose things. You better find a Bible believing church and plant yourself in the kingdom. Because when the plague came upon Israel, it's only the Israelites were saved. When the plague came upon the Egyptian, rather only the Israelites were saved. You better make sure that you make your calling sure. Don't delay it. It's stop taking time. That's the era we're in. Time would not permit me to tell you about lovers of money. That's the era right now. You're lovers of money. As soon as you get a little bit of money, you change. I've been in the field of mortgage for 14 years and I can stand on this pulpit and let you know that money change people. And I've seen people in Christendom when you don't have nothing, you come to this altar and you pray. And every fasting and prayer you pray because you are pimpers. You only come to church to get something from God. And soon as you get it, your attitude towards God changes. All of that tenacity and zeal and that oh yeah I see you it's shit because you have a little money in the bank but the Bible says wherever your treasure is that's where your heart is you continue to store up your treasures on earth it's gonna rot and when the judgment comes, it's gonna burn up but the wise will store up their treasures in heaven to obtain eternal life who am I talking sometimes you got to turn your back and don't let the money call you glory be to God but get the money and keep serving God you must be able to handle a million dollars and still love God you must be able to drive what you drive and still love God you must be able to dress nice and still love God what you think the God we serve only call the poor and keep the poor the devil is a liar I was talking to somebody and I said, I only respect Christians in church who started with nothing and get something and never change. With nothing, but God brought you into something, but you never change. But the people who God have changed and you change, and God, you're a pimper. But you got to examine yourself, because if you make earthly things make you think like you're better off than people, you're a fool. When I was growing up, and you go to certain houses, certain West Indian people houses, and you're a little girl, you're not able to shit over certain areas, and you can't use certain things. I said, when I get older, I'm not going to do none of that anywhere i live me my kids we must be able to enjoy every part of the house yeah 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 yeah. the real four we must be able to sit down on it We must be able to be able to sip tea or the expensive crockery. Ah, glory be to God. Because we didn't come in the earth to worship nothing. We come to occupy till he comes. Glory be to God. When you put Louis Vuitton on a fool, they become even fooler. But when you put a Louis Vuitton on a real Christian, they carry it like nothing. Because it's only a name. A name, it means nothing and it doesn't matter what you carry you're not better off than me you gotta undergird yourself and know the God that call you it's about time that Christians get it right and you unbelievers too in our community I see it a lot soon as the black boys start to drive something that have a name brand they just ease back and this is it we've arrived you don't live nowhere but you arrive good God almighty our generation need to stop worshiping things worship God and things will come things are to be enjoyed I come to free your mind this afternoon free up yourself enjoy your things and serve your God, don't worship things and denounce your God in this era. Listen what they're going to be. I can't touch everything. They're going to be proud and blasphemous and disobedient to parents. I wouldn't even go there. It's a generation that's unthankful and unholy. They don't forgive when people hurt you. They hold on to it. They tie you to the thing you did. And they don't release you. They like to slander. As soon as they hear a gossip they text it to everybody. Did you hear what happened to the McKenzie's? And the whole world know. Ah, glory be to God. God, and their phone is a hell phone they just gossip you and when they finish gossip they're lifting hands and shouting oh I wonder which God you're praising after you don't chew me up the devil is a liar but I come to serve every demon notice in this house glory be to God but Keep your mouth, if you don't have anything good to say, keep your mouth, zip it, shut it up, shut it up, shut it up. He said they don't have self-control, they're brutal. They despise good. Isn't that true? This, this, this generation despise good. They're traitors and they're headstrong. Headstrong. This generation is headstrong. You find these young people you now, they're headstrong. Even when it's wrong and foolish, they're headstrong. That's the generation we're in. They go in the wrong direction and you're telling them. And they're so headstrong that they don't realize that they're heading to their demise, their destruction. Ah, they have a hearty spirit. Ah, they love pleasures than lover of God. Pleasures, you see, pleasures satisfy the flesh. Ah, it takes spirit-filled people to understand the things of the spirit because they're spiritually designed. Fleshy, fleshy, as long as there's a lot of Pleasure taking place, you will see a crowd. But when there is prayer and fasting, you're gonna see a handful. Because it's a generation that want to let the flesh be pleased. But at night, ministries, every person under the sound of my voice, it's time to grow your spiritual man. Jesus is coming. Denounce the flesh. Glory be to God. He said if you're in the flesh, you can't please God. For the flesh is enmity against the almighty God. But those who are led by the spirit, be led by the spirit. The spirit is speaking to some of you. Get up, stand up and receive Jesus. Jesus. And I'm coming down. But I want to leave with you that in this generation and in this epoch, in this era, we got to take our Christianity to a next level. And if we're going to take it to a next level, uh, the only thing that we can do to survive in this epoch is when we position ourselves to love God unconditionally. Ah, you see. God is looking for a group of people that understand what it means to truly love Him. Uh, You see, when you love God, you will serve Him. When you love God, you will desire not to sin against Him. When you love God, you will be interested in the things of God. When we love God, we will desire to walk in His perfect will. You see, the true love of God God in the life of the believer will manifest outwardly in our actions the true love of God in the life of the believer will manifest outwardly in our action it brings and equilibrium and stability glory be to God the songwriter says oh perfect love so rich and so pure so measureless and strong when we love God we will embrace the text that says if any man shall come after me ah, let him deny himself and take up his cross and Follow me. Ah, in this era, if you're going to survive, you got to shift the level of your love to another dimension. You see, in the Old Testament, they were used to rules and regulations. By the time God gets to the New Testament, He says, A new commandment I write unto you. He says, I don't want you to follow a bunch of do's and don'ts. Thou shalt not kill and thou shalt not steal. And honor them, Father and thy mother, that thy days will be long on the earth. He says, I don't want you to follow a bunch of do's and don't. But he says, in the dispensation of the gospel, he says, I want a new set of believer that will love God with their mind, with their soul, and in their spirit. And the believer that's going to love God just like themselves, Because when you love God unconditionally, the flesh cannot get a hold of you. God says in the Old Testament it was like a force. But in the New Testament I want them to start to love me without a force. Perilous times are up on us. What are you going to do? Please stand. Please stand. What are you going to do in this era? Have you worked out your eternal salvation?
0: Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adoniministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries, Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus 1-647-882-9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives through the kingdom of God.